Things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Evans, and this is a Smart Seven Ireland edition. Good morning. It's Tuesday, the 25th of May, and today is Africa Day. Happy birthday, Sir Ian McKellen, Paul Weller, Octavia Spencer, and Killian Murphy. There were 345 new cases of COVID-19 yesterday as Health Minister Stephen Donnelly announced a record number of vaccinations last week, with over 300,000 administered. Thishuk Michal Martin spoke to Claire Byrne and says plans remain on track for opening up in June, although he's cautious about the risks from the Indian variant. What we'd like to do next week is to outline what is possible, what we feel is possible for June and July in respect of travel, for example, in respect for the more of hospitality um, uh, and indeed live entertainment uh, and the arts. We may trial some events in June uh, and then see what's possible in July, but we will take Neffet's advice. Meanwhile, HSE Chief Clinical Officer Colm Henry says that the IT team at the HSC are continuing to work on opening up systems after the ransomware attack. But he's not optimistic that a return to normal will happen quickly. But it is extremely difficult. And while those restorations of those elements of care that we've heard about this morning really welcome, that whole span of care right through from the moment a patient presents and and tests Mm -hmm. or requests right through to the the information going back to the GP and the care being planned has been significantly disrupted. The actions of Belarus and its leader Alexander Lukashenko in effectively hijacking a Ryanair plane on Sunday evening continued to have an impact around the world. The journalist at the centre of the events, Roman Protasevich, appeared on a government telegram channel last night from the Minsk Detention Centre No. 1. Belarusian opposition leader Svetlana Sikhanouskaya says he's probably been tortured. It is typical because we see how people that were jailed because of political uh, motivation are uh, held in our jails. They are tortured, they are ill-treated. It's awful what's happening with them in jails. Countries all around the world condemned the actions of Belarus as the EU banned all flights from EU airspace. Foreign Affairs Minister Simon Coveney spoke out on Morning Ireland. Uh, and, you know, this can only be described, as I say, as, uh, as aviation piracy. Uh, and I think the EU has to give a very clear response to it. Uh, uh, otherwise, uh, we're giving all the wrong signals. Walter Ireland is due to publish new guidelines for the hospitality sector today ahead of Friday's Cabinet meeting, which is expected will approve outdoor dining in June. The dreaded nine-euro meal will be gone and tables are expected to be at least one metre apart. Patricia Reedy of Dublin City Council says they're busy preparing the city for a new look and adding more pedestrianised space. We ran a public consultation campaign and the response was overwhelmingly positive to um, continue this pedestrianisation of the Grafton Street area in order to increase footfall and create additional outdoor space. However, Adrian Cummins of the Restaurant Association of Ireland says the government needs to make a decision on indoor dining soon or they'll force the issue. We're exploring all options, including a legal option around bringing a court challenge. A July open, opening is a month too late for us because we need, really need to get open in June. Every day that we lose is a day closer to business closing. As the investigations into the origins of the COVID-19 virus continue, a previously undisclosed US intelligence report suggests that three staff from the Wuhan Institute of Virology became ill in November 2019 and had to seek hospital care. 
White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki wasn't prepared to speculate as to what that might mean at yesterday's press briefing. We don't have enough information to draw a conclusion about the origins. There is a need to look into a range of, of options. We need data. We need an independent investigation. And that's exactly what we've been calling for. Still to come on the Smart 7, Sir Alex Ferguson is handing out awards and we pay tribute to Formula One's Max Mosley. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Smart 7 Ireland edition. If you're enjoying it, you might also like the original Smart 7. Just search and follow us on your favourite podcast platform. As the Premier League is done for the season, it's time for the awards. Who better to present the League Manager of the Year award than Sir Alex Ferguson? Awkwardly, the winner was a manager of those noisy neighbours, Man City. But Sir Alex Ferguson had no problem handing it to Pep Guardiola. Congratulations to all of you. You've had fantastic seasons. Well done. Well, there is only one winner, and that is Pep Guardiola. Well done, Pep. You've got this beautiful trophy for the second time, but also winning the Premier League, taking your team to the Champions League final is a wonderful achievement. And the way your team play football deserves recognition that you're getting tonight. The death has been announced of Max Mosley at the age of 81. He was a racing car driver in the late 1960s, went on to run motorsports governing body, the FIA, throughout the 90s and noughties, and famously took on the news of the world when they splashed on a story of a sex party. He won his privacy case against the tabloid and went on to become a privacy rights campaigner. A new documentary is due out shortly called Mosley, It's Complicated. Rest in peace, Max. But this was different because this was the gutter press trying to destroy all the work that we'd done. That's moments where you need your friends. People you thought you could count on, you couldn't. There were some people going around the paddock saying I ought to resign. They obviously didn't know who they were taking on. They think if they attack hard enough, they may go away. But actually, for me, it's exactly the opposite. Probably a defect of character. But I don't like being pushed. Comedy has been one of the professions hit hard by the pandemic as venues closed and live gigs dried up. But a new generation of comedians who are adept at social media has sprung up. Comedian and Radio Nova presenter PJ Gallagher told the 6 o'clock show that he'd have loved to get started in comedy through social media rather than the old-fashioned stand-up. 100%, yeah, I definitely, if I could have done that myself, I would. So many of the old stand-ups are all like, oh, they haven't done the hard graft, you know, they've never put the tradition. So what? Where's the glamour and dying on your arse in some kip and cabin in front of five people who didn't even know you were on when they're trying to eat a carvery dinner? And you're like, oh, no, but I did it the real way. No one cares. Like, nobody cares. Nobody gives a toss about any of that. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Hi. 
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.